everybody, and welcome to the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to September, Mother Bleepers. Yeah! It is the first day of September 2021. It is a Wednesday. My name is Nick. There's Big J over there. hey Hey, can... I probably shouldn't talk about this on the air. I should ask before, but do we talk about our intro song? Or is it premature to do that? Uh, I, I mean, it's, uh, that's, it's premature. Okay. Things are working for... Uh, the morning after Because that's going to be a minute before yeah, that, no, that I know, happens, I know, I know, so. I know, I know. I'm just excited. And then what happens if he forgets? Uh, well, now you've given out two information altogether. Well, listen, there's nothing better uh, to keep people interested than, than guessing games. Well, you know, we got a bunch of uh, Benoit's listening to the radio station going to piece together. Now they know it's somebody that is of the male persuasion. Now they know that it's somebody that could also be, uh, you know, forgetful. Somebody that currently has got some things going on. My so that not is pretty long. You're right. It could be Big J for all we know. Yeah, I've been uh, working in the studio. Recording a new version of the song on your downtime in between Flight Simulator games. Welcome to Wednesday. My name is Nick. That's Big J over there. I think I did that already, but it never hurts to reset. And a reminder that you can always catch the podcast version of this particular show wherever podcasts are available. A beautiful edited down version of this show with just all the golden nuggets, Big J. I don't know. I don't have to tell you because you're the one that edited and puts it up. But still, it is available for you if you miss any part of the morning after to download the morning after podcast wherever podcasts are available. You can also stream us on the X app. You can stream us on your smart speaker. All sorts of different ways you can get a hold of the old morning after. And we appreciate each and every one of you for finding a way to do that today. Damn right. On the agenda, Big J has a movie review for you. Landline is the movie that he watched. And it's an Amazon Prime movie. I believe it's an original, wasn't that? Uh, yes. And so he will be giving us a review of that this morning to see if it's any good or not. We also have a chance for you to check out Trivium, who's coming to town on Monday. Happy Labor Day, everybody. That's happening. And, of course, uh, that's going to be an amazing, amazing show. It's one of two headlining shows that Trivium is doing on this run that they're currently on. So you know they're going to bring it. Not that they don't always. But it's going to be really cool to see that. We'll send you to that show on Monday. And, of course, additional fun and excitement over the course of the program today. What? I'm I'm excited. Oh, okay. Uh, On top of that, we also play music. Music like Pearl Jam, which is going to kick off the morning after with Nick and Big J with Better Man here on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you have been injured due to another person's negligence, well, good news. The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You, you, you deserve an advocate. Uh, hey, we are getting our ass kicked by COVID-19 again, Big J. Uh, specifically in our healthcare kind of buildings across the Treasure Valley. That's what the governor's press conference yesterday was about. He announced basically a state of emergency against it here in the Treasure Valley as the ICUs are at capacity or near it. Uh, We have broken the record of most people hospitalized because of COVID-19, a record that was set in December of 2020. And now we are dealing with the overcapacity of our hospitals that are called in the National Guard to help out. Yesterday, Primary Health Medical Group announced that they are closing an hour early because their urgent care clinics are over capacity and being overrun by people that are searching for or want to get tested for COVID-19. Apparently, 2,000 patients 
went to all clinical locations in one day yesterday, which is a record. That's according to the CEO of Primary Jeez. Health. St. Al's yesterday uh, on Tuesday night announced that all non-emergency surgeries and procedures that require overnight stays due to COVID-19 surges will be canceled. So there's that. Damn. The pause will impact the health system's medical centers in Boise and Nampa through September 18th at least. Uh, they do say that, of course, of course, urgent and med- emergency medical necessary time-sensitive procedures and medical care are still being done at both hospitals. These are things that, like, maybe have been on the schedule for a while that were supposed to be taken care of that they're just going to have to pause because they don't have the ability uh, to keep people overnight currently. That has some serious consequences for a lot of people. Yeah, we've been here before. The- mm-hmm. These are all things that we've had to deal with before, and we're back again because we are at all-time highs. We have not done a good job trying to keep this under control, and so it's coming back to bite us in the ass again. And unfortunately, it is our most, you know, once again, desperate people that need the attention of the medical, you know, care facilities that aren't going to get them because they're just too full with COVID patients right now. So a reminder to take care of yourselves and your loved ones, do the right thing, and hopefully you don't end up in needing an ICU bed or a ventilator or any of that stuff that currently is almost impossible to get your hands on. Yesterday, Cam Newton was cut by the New England Patriots. Big J was all excited to see him play a game when he went to go see the Patriots play. That ain't going to happen, I'll pal. be seeing Mac Jones. Uh, they decided, yeah, yeah, unless something else happens. Uh, Cam Newton did post on Instagram that he appreciates the love and support during this time, but he doesn't. he wants you not to feel sorry for him, Big J. He ended up being only with the Patriots for one season. He was 7-8 and eight as their starter last year. Uh, Mac Jones, who won a national title last year at Alabama, was taken by New England with the 15th pick and actually looked pretty good in the preseason. And so now it is Mac Jones's team. And we will see how they do under the rookie. As uh, Bill Belichick apparently liked what he saw. More importantly, Josh McDaniels loves what he sees. And so that is why Mac Jones is the man in New England, and so we'll see how that goes for the Pats. They have playoff uh, aspirations. Big J, do you think they'll get there? Yeah, well, I mean, you have to look at I mean, they didn't do terribly last year, considering that the, almost the entire starting defense decided not to play and opted out last year. Uh, they had, obviously, their woes on offense, but, I mean, you know, they're still the Patriots. They spent over $100 million in free agency, uh, mostly on the offensive side. Uh, so, yeah, they'll probably be making a play there for the uh, leader of the division. You think that it'll be between them and Buffalo? Yeah, I think I think it's going to be the Patriots winning that division. Really? Yeah. Wow. So you're predicting a step back for the Buffalo Bills this yeah. year? Well, what, we're going to trust them all of a sudden after all these years? Uh, I don't know. They I had mean, a couple of decent seasons. All right. All right. Listen, you can say whatever you want. I just may not. Yeah, agree. I don't trust the Buffalo Bills. Uh, but uh, you know, it's not like Bill Belichick has a great track record without Tom Brady. You know, and we don't have much of a, a record. Well, of he's him got without. three seasons without him, and oh he, he's well. I mean, now what do you? You're just talking about two good seasons without with, with the Buffalo Bills. So I mean, it's. I'm just saying, we'll see what ends up happening here. Uh, it should be an interesting season, which gets underway, of course, one week from today, Big J, officially, uh, is when the morning after Fantasy Football League draft is, which is all that matters to anybody listening. Indeed. The Croods have become a pretty quiet hit, and uh, they've decided to expand their brand. They will premiere on Hulu and Peacock on September 23rd. New episodes of The Croods Family Tree 
involves some pretty big star power, including Kelly Marie Tran from the uh, Star Wars universe. Uh, former guest of the morning after, Amy Landecker, is also going to be involved in this particular cartoon. None of the original voices of the characters from the movies are going to make the run to TV, of which, which of course features Emma Stone and Nick Cage and Ryan Reynolds and etc. But they have decided they want to expand this because of two hit movies. You're going to see a little bit more of the weekly series. And this is the first ever original program to premiere on two separate currently running streaming services. These episodes will be on Hulu and Peacock at the same time. Uh, I don't know how that happened. I imagine it's probably because of the the, the creators of the uh, the actual cartoon movie have a say in both Hulu and NBC, and so that's probably why. But this is the first time that's that's doing, it, and so it makes me wonder if there are going to be other projects that made me do that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and it would be really kind of cool and interesting if they do. You know, a lot of things are just Netflix originals or just Apple TV originals or Peacock originals. And it might be nice if some of these things expanded their reach a little bit. I know it wouldn't hurt the TV show, but I'd be willing to see if there'd be more streaming companies willing to split the profits, I guess, is what it boils down to. And they're going to give it a shot with the Crudes cartoon, which is going to be happening later on this month. Now we're cooking with grease, everybody. That is brand new Avatar. That song is called Going Hunting. That's your send nude song of the day. You will hear that when they come to town at the Rev Center on the 16th of next month. It will be an amazing show. It always is when Avatar comes to town. And that is a fantastic song. New album coming very, very soon from Avatar, also called Going Hunting. It is on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, Big J selected a movie to watch and review for you. It was an Amazon Prime movie called Landline. What's it about and how is it, Big J? Yeah, Amazon original from 2017, just to give you some perspective. Came out a few years ago, starring John Turturro, Jenny Slate, Eddie Falco, and Jay Duplass. Um, uh, the movie set in 1995. So, Landline, the title comes from the fact that there's no mobile phones. Okay. And God, so, 1995, there's no mobile phones? Right? Yeah, exactly. And and so, it, what you have here is, you know, communication back then, a little different. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, in watching movies, sometimes you forget, like, oh, they can't call and just say, hey, you know, get things figured out, and you know, there's no text messaging, all those sort of things. So, uh, that plays kind of a, a small minor role in, in the movie, but it's set in New York uh, with a family here. They're Italian Jewish, and so uh, you got a close family <clears throat> with uh, um, uh, a wife and a husband, Eddie Falco uh, and John Turturro, and they've got two daughters. One is uh, just about to go to college and the other is in college and so uh, what you have here is is a, a family story uh, a busy wife a uh, husband who's trying to be a, a playwright and uh, and then and, and infidelity in the middle of it the kids kind of find out that their father has been having an affair for a while um, and so you know they're going through their things they're also there's a lot of infidelity in this movie screaming infidelity. there's a lot of infidelity in this movie and then at the end it's like oh okay it all comes together which is not really <laughs> I, I, maybe that's something that happens in New York I don't know Oh, um, oh hey, it's okay. No, uh, so th- there are some funny moments on here. You've got uh, sisters who, you know, were always kind of uh, at, a- at odds with each other, but they come together and bond over uh, relationships and dysfunction and those sort of things. You have that thing playing out. I love John Turturro. I mean, it's hard for me not to just love whatever that guy's doing. So uh, the the performances from everybody here are great. It's just the stories, you know, it's something you've seen before probably in a movie or two, and uh, it plays out like you think it would. So the story sometimes can't be, that not always that interesting. But uh, there are a few laughs here and there, and the, the movie is what it is. 
it's not super exciting uh, or or super amazing. It's just kind of eh. It's a little bit middle of the road. Yeah, middle of the road. And right. so uh, I'm not going to approve it. Uh, not approved. So it's serviceable, just not serviceable enough to be approved. Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. I mean, great performances and everything. But like, you don't need to watch this movie. There's not uh, a need to watch this movie. Yeah, does anybody need to watch any movie? Yes. I guess would be the argument that you can make there. But I understand what you're saying. It's, it's not one that you want to be, you know, revisiting anytime soon, I suppose, right? Yeah, unless you're playing some sort of game. Of how many times you can watch uh, Landline? <laughs> no, of like flip a coin or whatever <laughs> it is, uh, you know, roll through all the movies and stop and then just watch whatever that one is and it lands <laughs> on Landline, then you can, you know, you can do worse uh, but it's still not good enough to be Big J approved. Does it qualify? I mean, dramedy, more drama than comedy? I, I, it's definitely, com- there's there's some comedic moments for sure, sure. That, that interplay throughout uh, the, the, te- the tensions in the family somewhat. Okay. But so, more dramedy, uh, I guess, is something. Yeah, as I was gonna say, I mean, you know, you can laugh at a Marvel movie, but I don't think you call any of them a comedy outside of Ragnarok. You can, they're pretty much action movies, I would think, with some comedic elements. But either way, uh, not enough for Big J to say not you enough. have to go check this out. So you can go ahead and skip Landline if you were thinking about it. Uh, if not, then you would miss nothing. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Import stuff is brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Being divorced might have a negative connotation, but it doesn't mean your dating life is doomed. At least according to Cal State University. They say it's normal for divorcees to worry about how potential matches and partners will perceive them based on their marital history, but those fears are largely unfounded or can be easily overcome, according to the study. Basically, what they've discovered is that, you know, the label of I'm divorced doesn't carry necessarily the social outcast label it once did in like the 60s and even into the 70s at some point. Whereas if you were, if you labeled yourself as a divorcee or I'm divorced, uh, people automatically think you're a failure. They can't hold a relationship together. I'm a divorcee. And so it's one of those deals where people are a little bit more understanding of that particular situation. And it becomes a little bit easier for you to overcome whatever hump that you may perceive the word divorce may be attached to you. Now, the bigger question that comes into play when you say you're divorced is the other person usually goes, okay. I wonder if this person has learned from their past experience, you know, because whatever relationship they were in the past clearly didn't work out. So I wonder if they understood what went wrong or if they were at fault or what all all those kind of things. And so they don't say it's necessarily a red flag, but it is one of those things that, you know, you could probably look forward to at least discussing if you get into a relationship with somebody else. But, you know, listen, unless you're 14, you've got to at least imagine that somebody at some point has had a relationship in the past that hasn't worked out, right? Yeah. And so, hopefully, you know, whether that uh, it was a marriage or a long-term relationship or even short-term relationships that aren't working out, something didn't go right. And you can realize what went wrong and hopefully learn and grow from that. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully evaluate the failure and uh, look and see what uh, you can do better and maybe what you can look for right better but also you know they say that listen just because you're divorced doesn't mean you're gonna you know walk into a world of dating you know wonderland it's not always that easy either and so it depends on the situation depends on the person and depends on what you're looking for 
Cam Newton's a free agent. He got released by the New England Patriots yesterday as teams made their cuts down to 53. Uh, that's fun. The lineups are set. The teams have made their decisions, and now we have to think about practice squads. Uh, some Bronco players are looking for places to land. Eight Broncos got cut yesterday. Uh, there's still 12 in the National Football League, and so we'll see if some practice squads get filled up. Of course, Brett Rippon among those cut by the Denver Broncos, which was surprising, thinking that maybe they'd hang on to three quarterbacks, especially considering Brett had some time last year and looked, you know, serviceable in his performances for the Broncos. But... It uh, doesn't look like that's in the cards, but they do expect him to be back on the practice squad if he wants to be a part of things. So there's a bunch of things that still need to be figured out before the NFL starts a week from tomorrow. Well, that's going to do it for Mike Richards, Big J, and here's hoping the last, last time we mentioned his name. Uh, you know, he has bowed out as host of Jeopardy, uh, but he was sticking around for the executive producer still of Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune, but... He is now out of that position of executive producer of both Jeopardy and Wheel of Fortune after controversies resurfaced about comments he made about multiple discrimination lawsuits against him emerged as well. And so Susan Prate, the executive vice president of business and strategy for the two shows, announced the news in a letter sent to staff on Tuesday noting that Richard's exit is effective immediately. Uh, One in one 2010 suit, Richard's, who served as the Price's Rights executive producer, uh, a model named Bandy, Brandy Cochran, alleged that Ra- Richards had a hostile reaction when she became pregnant and told her not to come back until she had, quote, that baby out of her, which is never a good... Jesus, man! ...to say. That's not a good look. The case is settled in 2016. Uh, Mime Bialik is set to host the daytime show temporarily and then will continue to host Jeopardy! Primetime. As previously announced, the 38th season of Jeopardy! premieres September 13th. And uh, they, uh, I mean, I don't think you could fumble anything more than they have fumbled this whole transition from Alex Trebek into whoever it's going to be. So shame on Jeopardy in every way, shape, and form. And uh, it's good that this guy's out. Shame. I just don't want to talk about him ever again. 100.3, the X rocks. All right, we are headed to Tennessee for today's We're Going to Hell story. And it's not a good one, kids. The Volunteer State. Yeah. Yeah, and 39-year-old Tyson Gilbert volunteered to do something nobody asked him to do, which is stall started when uh, a couple of police officers were sitting leisurely uh, driving down the road, and they noticed a car that completely cut them off on the highway. Now, never a good idea to cut anybody off on the highway. Probably pretty low on that list as well of good ideas would be cutting police officers off on the highway. Yeah, whoops. Because that's a guaranteed ticket. And so sure enough, the police officers try to light them up. You know what I mean? Yeah. The lights go on. They start doing it. And as uh, they approached him, he then decided, you know what? Let's go on a high-speed chase. And put the pedal to the metal and started to speed away. Catch me if you can, coppers. They followed him as he drove erratically. And then at one point, they saw him throw something out of the window. Oh. Also never a good sign. Eventually, he stopped. When he got out of his car, he was naked and bloody. And Ugh. so officers decided to, to approach him again, attempt to get him into custody. But then he got back into his car and sped off again. Ultimately, officers were able to box him in and the chase came to a stop. It is then, Big J, that they discovered that during the chase, Gilbert had decided to cut off his own manhood. And that's what he tossed out of the window in the middle of this police chase. Oh, my God. 
first question is probably why. Yeah, because he's on the bath salts? Uh, well, I mean, there's clearly something wrong because his, ex his explanation was he did it because he heard voices on the radio telling him that's what he needed to do in order to save the world. Well, it ain't these voices. We tell you to leave your junk alone. Yes, yes. As, as voices on the radio, let us be clear. Uh, we'll represent everybody on the radio right now and say, don't do this. Do not cut off your junk and throw it out the window. I mean, listen, and, and trust me, if it was up to you to save the world and we had to relay, relay that information to you, I guarantee you cutting off your junk and chucking it out your window would not be on our list of agenda things you needed to do in order to save the world. Because I'm not sure how that would do anything in order to do that. So please do not do that. Uh, Gilbert obviously was taken into uh, custody, but first transported to the hospital for medical evaluation. And then he needs a checkup from the neck up as well and see what's going on. Because it's never good when you decide to cut off your own junk and throw it out the window of your own moving car. And so do not recommend at all. And what a what a Monday for those police officers. I'm sure that wasn't on the thing that they would be. Maybe ever in their career. Tasked They're like, hey, you know, one day we're going to we're gonna put into custody somebody who's cut off their own junk. Yeah, uh, not a good look, not a good result. And uh, guess what? Uh, you know, I'm not sure if he thinks mission accomplished. You know, I guess it depends on your state of mind, right? Like if you were, you know, convinced that the world was imminently going to end and the only way you could save it is by cutting off your junk. And so you cut off your junk. And then technically the world was still there. Would that be a mission success? No, it's a failure. Well, in your mind, right? The world was going to end and now it's still here. So maybe that saved it. Oh, I'm not saying he was right. I'm just saying I'm trying to figure out how he's thinking. I don't want to know. No, no. Anything that involves cutting off your manhood, I don't want to know either. So reminder, don't do that. Do not. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rock. Soundgarden, the day I tried to live here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. God help us, what would we do without social media, Big J? Yeah, I know. I don't know, man. Uh, and I couldn't live. Another social media program that you enjoy and use very much is going to be changing soon. That would be Instagram, Big J. No? Uh, not changing too much, but they do want a little bit more information from you if you haven't supplied it to them already. And soon, it's not going to be a choice. And that information is your damn birthday. And you were going to have to eventually hand it over or else, at least according to the social media platform. They announced this week that they are going forward with the ability for users to be required to submit their birthdays to the company. And if you decide not to comply, guess what? You will not be able to use Instagram anymore. But not only that, but Instagram says that you have to tell the truth. Because if they find out you're lying about your birthday, uh, the, like inputting a fake birthday, they will be using artificial intelligence to, quote, estimate how old people are based on things like happy birthday posts on Instagram. Now, Instagram claims this is in the best interest of users, knows, noting that it allows them to help create new safety features for young people and help to ensure that they provide the right experiences to the right age group, which make it seem like from the outside looking in, they're doing it for good things. You know, you want to keep the kids protected from things, you know? Yeah. But if you read in the press release a little bit later on, the platform, I believe, kind of shows its hand a little bit and says that, uh, quote, knowing users' birthdays 
will also help us show you more relevant ads to your age group. And that's really what it's Yay! about. Yay! Show me the stuff you want me to see. Exactly. It, it helps them narrow down a little bit more of a targeted advertising campaign for you, Big J, the Instagram user. And so that's really what this is about. Um, because, you know, for a long time, Instagram has had a ban on any kind of nudity or anything like that. So it's not like they're doing this to protect the kids. They've always been protected. It's probably to make sure that they're sending you the right ads that you need to know. But it will be interesting to find out if somebody gets banned from Instagram because they decide not to share their birthday. And what that consists of. Also, I want to find out their lying technology as well. Like, I don't want to do the experiment of lying about my age because none of that stuff is that important to me. But I'll be very interested to find out if somebody says that they're, you know, 30 when they're actually, you know, 42 or whatever. If they start to freak out about it and ban you from the actual platform. But a reminder that, uh, listen, it's their party and they can do whatever the hell they want to. Agree or disagree? Yeah. Also, completely free to use. Yeah. Driving me insane. What is? Every, well, everybody complaining about, you know, all the social medias. And I'm like, what are you doing here? Listen, that hasn't changed for the last, uh, I, I know, don't know, decade. but it's just maddening. It's of like, course. if you hate this so much, leave! Yeah, yeah, they do, and then they complain about uh, nobody hearing what they have to say on the other platforms. That's the, that's the problem. They don't have the audience reach that they do on the platforms that want them to, you know, do what they want them to do. But at the end of the day, uh, Big J's right. It is a private company that is offering up their service for free, and it is completely optional. You do not have to be on any of those things if you don't want to. In fact, I'm sure you know plenty of people that aren't, right? I know one for sure. And there you it's go. It's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> Yeah, we were just talking about that, as a matter of fact. But uh, an opportunity for you to be truthful about your age, whether you like it or not, coming to Instagram soon. Be ready. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. All important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or, or, or... Chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Well, uh, it seems like there are potentially harmful chemicals pretty much everywhere we spend time, Big J. This according to the University of Rhode Island. Not in here, because you'd have to clean this for that to this actually be a thing. But the University of Rhode Island researchers found harmful chemicals called PFAs can become airborne and circulate indoors. Researcher Rainier Lohman says that uh, basically if you have kids in homes or schools with old PFAs, treated carpets like insulation, all that kind of stuff, and maybe even more important than dust as an exposure pathway that could get your kids, you know, like colds, things like that. And so the way that you need to do that is to pay attention to some of the cleaners that you use in your house that could be releasing harmful PFAs that stick around and stick around longer than you think in your homes to make you, you know, not feel that great. I use asbestos to clean at home. Yeah, that's that that's that's a bad idea. I yeah. use DDT <laughs> to clean. Just <laughs> get some really bad chemicals that cause really bad things. PFAs are a class of synthetic compounds used in a variety of industrial processes found in a lot of a household items, so you know, just pay attention to what's going on there because it may, you know, if you're not feeling great all the time could be because you're just using the wrong cleaners man and to try to find something that's a little bit more natural and a little bit less chemical based and you might be okay just don't clean uh, no no I, I disagree with that statement oh. uh, almost emphatically so 
please uh, clean up after yourselves to the best of your abilities. But, you know, again, if you're feeling fine, then it may not be something that you have an issue. But if you have like a bunch of allergies or you have, you know, kids running around, these are things that you may want to pay attention to. But listen, man, you are your own person. Javier ba Baez and Francisco Lindor both said uh, mea culpa yesterday before the first game of a doubleheader against the Miami Marlins because they were the players that were using thumbs-down gestures after getting big hits uh, as they were kind of going against the fans who booed the Mets players during a tough stretch. Uh, Baez, who basically explained, probably wouldn't have, none of this would have mattered if he didn't explain what it meant or was honest about it, but either way, uh, he's the reason why this thing became a gigantic story, uh, and he said he didn't mean to offend anybody, and if he did offend anybody, we apologize, and so there's that. Which is basically the non-apology apology. Yeah, don't apologize. I love it. Well, here's the thing. His boss made him. His boss came out and said, this is not going to be tolerated. So uh, basically, he was made to apologize. You know what I would have done if I was him? I would have been like, this is for my boss. Thumbs down. <laughs> nice. Yeah, see how that would have went over. But after facing booze and fans doing the thumbs down gesture when he came to the first game as a pinch hitter... He got back in their good graces when he ran from first to home for a single for the winning run in the 6-5 game. So, again, uh, once again, uh, fans are fair-weather people and the worst of us usually. And so uh, if you do good, they'll cheer you. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are. And if you do bad, they're going to boo you. It doesn't matter what kind of person you are. <laughs> Some days I really hate humanity. But this is a tale as old as time. Nothing new is going on here. This is just how sports fans are. Uh, and as a sports fan, we can probably attest to it. Are you excited for DC Fandom, Big J, on October 16th? Uh, are you? Um, you know, it was pretty cool last year. So, yeah, let's check it out. What's up? Well, uh, Warner Brothers is set to tease six DC films, including a brand new trailer for The Batman, as well as first looks at Black Adam, which, of course, is going to star Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and uh, first looks at the Flash movie, plus the DC League of Super Pets, whatever the hell that is. <laughs> The Super Pets. I mean, I know what the Super Pets is, but are they really making a movie about that? Are, I mean, is that a thing? I don't know. I haven't heard anything about it. And they're going to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the new Aquaman movie, as well as Shazam! Fury of the Gods and The Lost Kingdom. So that's the movies they're going to pay attention to. Plus, they're going to have uh, first looks at the new seasons of Batwoman, as well as some of the CW shows, and your first look at the Peacemaker TV show that's coming to oh, cool. HBO Max as well. So they expect all the cast members to be a part of the fun, and you'll get an inside look at all this stuff. Of course, this is the second time they've done this. DC Fandom 2020 was the kind of a virtual fan experience. It showcased all the aspects of the DC Universe, and they're doing this again. It will be free, it will be online, and it will be happening very soon for a chance for you to get involved and get excited, I guess, for what's happening in the DC Extended Cinematic Universe. Which are you more excited for, Big J? Black Adam or the Peacemaker television show? Um, well, Black Adam seems so far away. Uh, I, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say Peacemaker. Well, all these are gonna be in the next year, so that's why they're showcasing it this year. So they're all coming in. The I know next very year. little about Black Adam, and in the true right off, I know very little about Peacemaker. I know uh, his character made me laugh my ass off during Suicide Squad. There so. you go. Uh, either way, get a first look at DC Fandom 2021 coming soon. Down on the morning after with Nick and Big J. 
Yep, and we're going to get you set up with some tickets to a show coming up uh, next Monday. Labor Day is Trivium at the Rev Center. We've got The Life Upon Liars, Karen Comes Killing opening up. It's going to be a fantastic metal show. We want you to be there. You're just going to beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. All right, here's our phone number, 208-287-1003. That is the number that you would like to call right now if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown for these Trivium tickets. You must be the last person standing on the phone with Big J when he gets a question wrong in order to claim this prize. If you're able to do so, I imagine it's going to make your label day a little bit better and you're going to see a kick-ass concert. So I say to the good luck. Let's go to the phones. Hello, VX. Hello, how are you? Good. What's your name, please? Janine. Janine, you are up first. Janine, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is located in what Midwestern city? Um, Indianapolis? Indianapolis, Indiana. You're wrong. That's incorrect. Sorry, Janine. Thank you for playing, though. Hello, the X. Hello. Good morning. The... Yep, you're going to play right now. Rock and Roll hit. Rock of Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is located in what Midwestern city? Hello. 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 Rock and Roll Hall of Fame located in what Midwestern city? Oh, damn it. No. Uh, huh? Nashville. Nashville. Wrong. Incorrect. Sorry, sir. Thank you for playing. Hello, the X. Hello. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is located in what Midwestern city? Uh, Cleveland. Cleveland, Ohio. Right. Cleveland rocks. Correct. Big J. Ryan Gosling starred opposite which leading lady in 2004's The Notebook? Oh, man. Uh, Kaylee Kuko? Who? Wrong. No. No, I don't think anybody knew who Kaylee Kuko was back okay. in 2004. Uh, a little bit before her time. Um, Jennifer Lawrence, Scarlett Johansson, or Rachel McAdams? Big J. Let's go with Rachel McAdams. Right. Got to write on multiple choices, but sadly, that wasn't part of the game. Congratulations, man. You are good to go. You are going to go check out Trivium on Monday at the Rev Center. Hang on just one second. Everybody else, if you want your tickets, they are still available. You can grab them at xrock.com. That's going to be one hell of a show. Say hi to Big J. He's going to be up in the VIP section above all you commenters. But it'll be a good opportunity for you to enjoy a good show. Coming up next, we got your headlines. That is on the way here on the X Rock. In Big J. Big J, I present to you the following headlines. But why? Seems like a bad idea and judge Big J time. Seems like a bad idea. New York City apartments are famously small, but it didn't stop people from living in one and housing also an 11-month-old cougar that they raised from a little cub. Oh, cougar baby. They recently surrendered the 80-pound animal, which has the potential, of course, to hurt and kill people. The animal was named Sasha, spent the past weekend at the Bronx Zoo being looked over by vet staff and then was sent off to the Turpentine Creek Wildlife Refuge in Arkansas. Keeping a cougar as a pet, of course, Big J, is illegal, and the case is currently under investigation by police. Doesn't appear to be, you know, one that was neglected, but did attack somebody, which is why they found out about the actual cougar. So, maybe not a great idea to keep a wild animal in your teeny tiny apartment. Just some advice. Just saying. Judge Big J timer, but why? But why? Uh, who do you think checked this? The, the TSA shared a video of a block of raw chicken that somehow ended up on the baggage carousel at the Seattle-Tacoma International Airport. The TSA said in an Instagram post that the chicken had apparently been in a cooler in checked baggage 
but then had come free of the container at some point and just ended up as raw chicken rolling around on the carousel. That's gross. Why? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Why? Why? The post notes, don't wing your travel packing. In order to keep from ruffling any feathers, meat should be properly packaged. Ice or dry ice is permitted to keep the flock chilled. So that's good to know, I guess. But yes, why are you flying with a cooler full of raw chicken? Maybe you're a chef and you're going to a gig. I don't know. But also seems really weird. Like why you would be flying with that and then having to just like check it regularly. I don't know. I don't know. Very, very strange. But either way, that chicken, I hope, uh, is not going to be cooked uh, and is now ruined. Agree or disagree? Yeah, I think it should be thrown away, probably. (laughs) Yes. Once it's been at room temperature and sliding around on a baggage carousel, I don't think I would like to consume it anymore. We wrap it up with Judge Big J time. We need a decision, Big J. Okay. Deidre and Doug Simmons, are you familiar? No. They say they have checked with the guests invited to their destination wedding in Jamaica multiple times before the happy event took place this month, and yet four guests and their plus one, that's eight total people, who had confirmed their attendance each time didn't actually arrive in Jamaica for the nuptials. So Doug Simmons uh, created an invoice and then posted it where it quickly took off on social media. While there's some controversy, he decided to charge each no-show couple $240 a head to cover the cost of their attendance at the reception and the money that they lost when they didn't show up for the wedding. Now, many on social media praised the couple, who gleefully continued posting about their viral invoice and it gained steam and made headlines, but now there are people that are upset about it. So I ask you, Big J, if you RSVP'd to a destination wedding and you do not show, should you be liable to pay for the cost of what it would have cost you to be at the reception? I think, yeah, if at a point in time comes when you realize, oh, you know what, we cannot make this for whatever reason within a reasonable amount of time, then I think, yeah. Well, now here's the other flip side to that. They did tell them they weren't coming. But he still wants to charge them because they did RSVP. And, of course, you can't take that back. But we're also, I mean, in the middle of a pandemic, guys. Moving, you know, being able to fly to another country right now, not everybody feels that okay about it. And it may be a little bit different if it was, like, normal times. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, Judge Big J says uh, these people shouldn't owe the money. They let them know that they couldn't make it after the RSVP. Okay, so even though uh, they no-show technically... You say that they're yeah. In the there's cre- a certain point, by the way, too, with uh, the catering and all that stuff. You can say, "Hey, we need one less meal." Apparently, that wasn't the case, well, and they are out, or they didn't give them enough notice. Or you're right. I mean, who knows? It could be just money making ability from the couple. I don't know. But yes, uh, while it is uncouth and rude not to show up to a wedding that you RSVP'd for, I mean, did you have no shows at your wedding? Do you remember? Uh, probably. I'm sure, right? But again, yeah. it wasn't a destination wedding either. No, no. And the punishment for was that was that you missed out on a hell of a good time. Although I will say this. Maybe Middleton is a destination wedding. I don't know. You have to you have to decide. It was a hell of a wedding. I had a good time. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, there's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. That is Seether. That is Wasteland here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Hopefully you enjoyed them out at the Western Idaho Fair next day at the fair. It is time to talk about something, Big J, we know nothing about. True, honest-to-God hard work. Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, there's a rundown here of the hardest-working states, thanks to WalletHub, uh, deciphering some uh, census 
numbers. And uh, here's how they, they came up with the hardest working states. Uh, they took into account uh, things like um, average work week hours, Nick, employment rate, share of households where no adults work and share of workers leaving vacation time unused share of engaged workers and uh, idle youth so uh those are the <laughs> those are the things they came uh to uh to celebrate i guess these numbers and uh the number five hardest working state in america is texas okay uh number four is south dakota makes sense to me number three nebraska Okay. Great white open country there. Uh, number two, North Dakota. The Dakotas are in yeah. the top five. Yeah, the Dakotas there. Are a lot of people working hard, yeah, you know? Yeah. And number one is Alaska. Yeah, we were talking about this. This makes sense to me. I mean, not only does it seem like, you know, the people that, that work in Alaska full-time are doing, you know, some fairly difficult jobs, but also even just getting the, you know, required things that they need for those jobs it seems like a hard job. To get it all yeah. the way up to Alaska. So that makes sense that it's a pretty hard working place. A couple of those high high pro- producing oil states. Also, so. I mean, there's no reason to move to Alaska other than work. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, well. It pays really well, I'm sure. And there's actual honest to goodness hard work up there. So, it, it, And something that's very weird, they show on here other things like lowest average leisure time spent per day uh-huh. uh, is Alaska. They don't yeah. get a lot of free time. Well, what do too. you do? I mean, you know, you just sit in your house. You go kill grizzly bears or something. <laughs> yeah. You go hunt. But I mean, that also seems like work to me. <laughs> right. It is. Staying alive out there is hard work. Now, uh, the state of Idaho ranks in here uh, 21 on their list. So we're kind of in the middle. Uh, but uh, here, are the, here are the top five uh, least uh, working states. You got any guesses on this? Uh, probably East Coast elitists. <laughs> yeah, in some degree, sure. Uh, number 46, Rhode Island. Uh-huh. Number 47, Connecticut. Those are two small states. Uh, number 48 on here is New York. There you go. So the, the kings of New uh, elitists there. Number 49 is West Virginia. And number 50, New Mexico. New Mexico, huh? Yeah. Interesting. Now we've been to New Mexico. Did it strike you as yeah, a lazy place? That's all they all they they're all on meth. <laughs> no, I believe that's so, just a TV show. Oh, but uh, you know it is one of those deals where it, you know it felt like it was fine, but you don't really know until you crunch these numbers, I suppose. And it doesn't obviously mean everything for the entire population. Part of the thing that brought them down was that they have the lowest employment rate in New Mexico. The highest employment rate is Nebraska. There you go. See. Uh, so hopefully you are working hard, and even if you're not, you can pretend because you live in the 21st hardest working state in America. Yeah, right in the mediocre land. We aim for the middle, baby. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. We got your bad impressions next to the X Rock. And Big J on 100.3 the X. Trivium gonna be here Monday at the Rev Center. Uh, Life Pond Myers, Karen. Com- comes killing going to be opening up so it's going to be a awesome metal show we'll get you tickets to that if you can figure out bad impressions 208-287-1003 that'd be your phone number if you want to play a little game called bad impressions which works like this big j has three clues all revolving around somebody that we would say is pretty famous Mm -hmm. if you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less you don't necessarily need all three then congratulations trivium tickets become yours hello the x hello good morning wonderful what's your name man mike all right mike you're up good luck what's the deal with that i mean come on oh crap finally everyone is going to know what festivus is and why that's the one true christmas 
Uh, is that National Lampoon? No, no. One last clue here. Jerry, George, Elaine, and Kramer. All characters in this famous sitcom Seinfeld. about nothing. Seinfeld. Uh, yeah, that's Seinfeld. That's what you take. Beautiful. Uh, all right, Mike, congratulations. Trivium uh, tickets are yours. Please hold on. We'll get you ready to go for Monday. Were you doing the sitcom or were you doing Jerry Seinfeld? It, it, either one is the same. They're oh. one and the same. Well, not Seinfeld really. is Jerry Seinfeld, which is also the name of the sitcom. I would argue it's more Larry David than Jerry Seinfeld, the sitcom. Well, but it's why? It's not called Larry David. No, it's not. But I mean, is, is the sitcom in the news? Yes. What's going on? Uh, now, uh, let's see here. Uh, it, it, it happening here. Next month, every Seinfeld episode moving to Netflix. Oh, really? Yep, all 180 episodes of the sitcom will be available there for all subscribers. So is it off Hulu then, or is it Netflix only? Or? That It doesn't say here that it's exclusive, just that uh, every episode's going to be on uh, Netflix. Now, do you so. think it will do what it's done to Friends, which is make it popular with a younger and new audience? Uh, probably not. I mean, Seinfeld is, it's pretty dated, you know? I mean, I don't know if you've seen any earlier the episodes. Sure. Um, and it's, it's, uh, I, so I, I don't know. I mean, at least based on the fact that I have a young person who I've been trying to get interested in this show for a long time and refuses to. You so do hate that your kid hates Seinfeld. Uh, I mean, they hate everything I love. And I, I mean, just, ugh. They're the worst. <laughs> Listen, I think Seinfeld can transcend in some particular cases. I mean, listen, it, 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 of course it's a different situation than it was in the 90s when it came out. Because, again, you know, cell phones would have solved almost 100% of all of Seinfeld's problems in every single episode. And so you have to kind of put that by the wayside and figure it out. Because, you know, it'd be much easier to remember a woman's name if it's in your cell phone. Or, yeah. you know, it's easier to, to, you know, find a reservation at a restaurant when you have a phone on you at all times. And all these kind of things. Yeah, there's an app problem. now to find a bathroom. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And so it is one of those deals where you have to kind of suspend disbelief a little bit because it was a different time. But I still think it's very funny and it definitely holds up. It's de definitely character driven, too. I mean, you get to know these characters and you it takes a little bit of time to to realize their idiosyncrasies and how insane all of them are. So, They're uh, all insane. Maybe it'll give you other people a chance to revisit some episodes, pick out their favorites, and uh, a new audience to find it. But you should. Seinfeld's a very, very, very good show. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up this show here next on the x Rocks. Mars Simula by Chevelle is on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's how we're going to wrap up the show today. Thank you guys for hanging out with us on this first day of September. Hopefully we kicked off the month just like you like it, right between the legs, and had a, a very good show for you and your family. Big J said hard pass on a movie called Landline, which was part of Streaming Dumbass this morning. Said it was fine, just didn't recommend it to you. So you could do worse, but not one of Big J's favorite movies, so you don't have to watch it if you don't want to. But you did like John Turturro, is that right? I love John Turturro. Is he the uh, cheating father? Yeah. Okay, so not exactly a favorable character for John Turturro. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, compared to some of his other roles, yeah. this was a good guy. You mean like Jesus? The Jesus. What is one of his better ones? 
Uh, either way, uh, an opportunity for you to pass on that movie if you would like. We gave away a couple of pair of tickets to Trivium, which is coming to town on Monday. That trend will continue tomorrow on this very show, where we will follow it up with a little bit of a nerd alert from Big J as well. And we'll have our friend Jason Hossett coming into the studio tomorrow to tell you about how you can help out a great charity called Boise's Angels, helping out some foster kids here in the Treasure Valley. So that will be good for your Thursday. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Hey, man, when's the last time you wrote an honest goodness letter uh i literally just did it yesterday oh really yeah yeah i was telling you about the situation where i was getting the keys oh. to my house and i wrote the tenant a letter with, thinking hand. with my own hand on a piece of paper oh, that wow. i put in an envelope and handed to the gentleman yes uh it is national letter writing day nick and uh, i don't remember the last time i've written a letter that's not true i can tell you the last time you wrote a letter do you remember during the pandemic when we were giving away cds and you wrote handwritten letters listeners? yeah but that was a note oh. versus uh, a oh, letter oh okay what does okay how when does a note be maybe i wrote a note yesterday then when does a note become a letter i would say a note is probably maybe one paragraph okay so it needs to be multiple paragraphs yes. for it to qualify as a letter then yes. i might have written a note yesterday you'll have to forgive me yeah uh, but it was by hand. So, yes. No, the last time I, I wrote in honest to goodness. Listen, I write down stuff all the time. I don't consider them letters, I guess. I Last time I, like, postmarked a letter, I can't even tell you. I guarantee it. Not and not one person who I wrote those notes to could understand what it said. I, 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 know, I know you're making a joke, but you're right. Uh, I'm sure they made out the big J part. No, I wasn't making a joke at all. I, I, it's been so long since I've done some honest to God writing with my hand that it's all scribble. Well, you're going to have to get used to it because we're going back to the hand stuff. Hopefully, you can make it clear. Just stop writing cursive. You should just print stuff. Maybe just call that's me Hans Gruber. <laughs> stop making that joke. Morning After with Nick and Big J. The next set of X-Rock is brought to you by CBH Homes. This September only, CBH Homes presents Cash Boom Home, a promotion where you can choose from up to 200-plus brand spanking new move-in ready homes and get up to 20K in extras. Visit cbhhomes.com to learn more. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X-Rock.